Clang Magazine is paid for by supporters like you at www.clangmag.co and by the following sponsors. Vareshi Mastering, creative consulting for the Sonic Underground. Our good friend Felipe Vareshi out in Berlin is servicing the world with mastering services and far beyond that. Whether you need consulting on mixing and mastering of experimental music with a more conceptual approach, or perhaps designing multi-channel audio systems and creating multi-channel audio mixes for live dance performances, or perhaps you're even an experimental filmmaker or YouTuber that needs help using diegetic recordings as tools for spicy new sound compositions in your film. Felipe Vareshi has you covered. So don't be a stranger. Go talk to Felipe. Hit him up at vareshimastering.com. That is V-A-R-E-S-C-H-I mastering.com. And hey, remember to join The Zone, the exclusive paywall service from clangmag.co. This isn't your average paywall. We're not giving you extra content as far as articles and podcasts go. All that shit is free. We keep that shit free for you. What The Zone is, is an archive, a library of sample packs, stem packs, uh, and exclusive software for musicians, audio enthusiasts, podcasters, producers, engineers, sound artists, acoustic ecologists, etc., etc. If you do anything with sound, you need to join The Zone. Join the exclusive Discord to get access to some monthly composition prompts and remix assignments and get access to some really awesome sounds and sound software to be used in your sounds. Head on over to clangmag.co. Join the zone today. You are now listening to Clang Magazine. The year is 2023. Raves are back. Low polygons are cool again. And the world still sucks. It is only natural that video game soundtracks inspired by the jungle and drum and bass club scenes of the Y2K era are what you should be listening to in these seemingly accelerated times. Mi nombre es Jonas Martinez. And this is An Ethnography of Jungle and Drum and Bass in 90s 2000s Video Games for Clang Magazine. In this report, we will be covering the trend of original soundtracks from the early 3D video games that had their foundations in the jungle and drum and bass club music of those years. We're talking high BPM video game music from the PS1 slash Nintendo 64 generation, but the trend continued all the way up to the mid-2000s. 
this type of music was popular in racing games such as Ridge Racer, Wipeout, and the Gran Turismo. However, I will be bringing you some deeper cuts that might have slipped under the radar of the times. Often atmospheric in nature because it's video game music meant to accompany a virtual space, these game soundtracks exemplify what it sounds like when video game music and club music cross paths. Stick around till the end for some of the DJs and curators responsible for bringing this music back and circulating around the YouTubes and the band camps, and soon to local shows near you. Street Fighter 3 Third Strike One of the most classic and recognizable fighting games of all time, a pretty hardcore game in both gameplay and presentation, I picked Third Strike as the first example because it draws the perfect line in the sand for when video game music stopped being just video game music and it started sounding like anything else you would hear at the club during those times. Well, Akuma's theme song on Second Impact is pretty good fighting game music. It actually does not make the cut for the type of club music that we're looking for today. The updated theme song for Akuma in Third Strike contained heavier elements of jungle and drum and bass, while also being more iconic to the character. Check out Akuma's theme in Third Strike, Killing Moon. The soundtrack for all three Street Fighter 3 iterations were composed by the same person, Hideki Okugawa. Being a member of the Capcom sound team for many years, he also worked on the Darkstalker series, uh, some of the Resident Evil games, and some of the Dead Rising games. So shoutouts to Hideki Okugawa from the Capcom sound team.
The problem is that when video games went from 2D to 3D, the established concepts of game design were turned upside down. The music needed to reflect the novelty of the new millennium. The PS1 was the first console capable of delivering CD-quality audio to video games, as it was the first video game console to utilize a CD drive. The stage is set for video game composers to bring in music that is not restricted to a cartridge's individual sound chip, which often limited game scores to rudimentary waveform synthesis rather than high-fidelity recording. With the release of his 1996 album, Sumo Jungle, under his own label, Far East Recording, Soichi Tarada was already a prominent figure in the jungle and house and drum and bass music scenes in Japan by the time he got the gig for Ape Escape. He had a habit of going to jungle, drum and bass, and house music shows until he found some inspiration for sounds he wanted to recreate for the game. Time Station is a great example to represent the emerging sounds of this era. Enjoy the trip. Shoutouts to Soichi Terada, whose work on their Far East recording and on the Ape Escape soundtracks has earned him a resurgence in popularity in recent years. He recently released a new album called Asakusa Light in 2022. On further research on this subject, it seems like that album Asakusa Light was produced using the same synthesizers and drum machines that powered his 1990s work. And now for our last example for part one.
My favorite composer of this type of video game music is Jun Shikuma. She is responsible for the banging soundtrack to most of the early Bomberman games, with Bomberman Hero being the creme de la creme when it comes to video game jungle and drum and bass. Bomberman Hero is not the most popular game for the Nintendo 64, but the soundtrack has earned a cult following, and more and more people have started to recognize Jun Shikuma's unique body of work. In fact, Jun Chikuma studied many different styles of Arabian music composition and maintains the website arab-music.com in which she keeps a log of all the music she has done for the Bomberman games. Without further ado, this is Bomberman Hero Redial. Jun Chikuma's music has also earned her a resurgence in recent years. There's been repressings of various Bomberman soundtracks, and she recently released an original album in 2022 titled The Midas Tush. Moving on to current times, the modern-day resurgence of video game jungle and drum and bass, a.k.a. the low-poly music scene.
as it often happens in pop culture, the nostalgia for better times makes us listen to older music in a new way. We are noticing a community of artists, DJs, and curators defining the boundaries of the sounds that make up this modern resurgence of the genres. With any emerging group of artists playing around with the same library of sounds, a scene of fans is sure to follow. Keep up with the program and follow these channels that are making this era of video game music accessible and fresh again. Ryland Kirchhoff's Nintendo 64 Jungle Mix is the video that successfully captured the YouTube algorithm and made everyone turn their heads at how great the music of that generation of gaming was. Netting over a million views, the massive comments section serves as proof that there is a market for this type of music. Check out Ryland Kirchhoff's YouTube channel for more console-specific mixes. Deco's video game music DJ sets are a pure delight to see. Accompanied by video game visuals to match the game soundtracks being played, all the tracks are smoothly curated to create a vibe, with themed mixes based on specific franchises or mixes trying to achieve a specific mood.
This PS1 Rave Mix is one of the stronger sets. It shows us what it sounds like when video game music and rave music are a pure hybrid. The caption commentary in his videos are an incredible resource filled with interviews with the original composers and fun facts about the game soundtracks being mixed. Hotline's level select is a clear indicator of where the jungle and drum and bass video game music resurgence is headed. Pixa Hotline is creating completely original music directly inspired by the PS1 era video game soundtracks. Atmospheric, dreamy, with both samples and synths, it helps me imagine a future where the Vaporwave kids and the rave revivalists join forces to bring back the breakbeats of the Y2K years. it for this special segment for Clang Magazine on the history and trajectory of jungle and drum and bass video game music. There is still plenty more to talk about on the subject. We haven't had the chance to mention the massive influence that the Wipeout series had on video game music or on the funky fresh beat side of this conversation with Jet Set Radio and Persona or how Super Mario 64 was already adopting these high BPM drum breaks as an N64 launch title. But for now, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Clang Magazine for making this happen. Shoutouts to Clang Magazine, Season 1. Let's get it.